in the Saugatuck, Douglas, and surrounding areas. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Whiteford Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saugatuck on Sunday, Gregory Muncie on 92.7 The Van and streaming on our mobile app at 92.7thevan.com. and happy Sunday. This is Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. You're probably wondering, who, who is that? Uh, this is Gregory Muncie. We do this live every Sunday, high above land sharks. I'm just getting over a cold, folks, but no worries. I've got my hot tea here, and I'm all settled in for a great show. Got a good show coming up. And I uh, want to let you know that uh, this is all brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, the Anna Urban, your go-to to get to where you want to go to in the Douglas, Saugatuck, Douglas area, only a dollar. Just give them a call at 269-857-1418. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. Don't forget them for original and creative designs. Don't forget to check out Jean's Greens. We've got vegetables and tomato plants and all kinds of plants to start your garden. Now the weather has been perfect this weekend to start that garden, that vegetable garden that you've always wanted. Uh, go ahead and do it. I, you know, uh, some people, you know, they're doing it for your first time. And go to Jean. Um, she knows all about uh, growing and, and creating uh, uh, beautiful gardens. Uh, she's got a big spot there with John up in Grant where they're going to be growing vegetables and fruits. And we'll have had those available at Back to the Fuchsia later this summer. But right now, you'll want to go get your plants there. You can check out our website at backtothefuchsia.net. Of course, you can call us at 269-857-2963. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. She's Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. She's also a good cook, by the way. Uh, she's she's uh, making ribs and hot dogs and hamburgers this weekend for Memorial Day. I'm hoping to, to take a little visit to her house later today. Um, she, you know, she's over 40 years of experience. She knows the roots here. She knows how to find what you want. And and uh, give her a call at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can visit her website at millpondrealty.com. We'd also like to thank it is what it is. That's Patty Beery. That's Patty with an I, beer with a Y over there at It Is What It Is. Truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions, located at 318 Butler Street. Why, it's the best little shop in the coolest little town, open year-round. Go to their website at shopwhatitis.com or call 269-857-8100. 
Also, a shout-out to our sponsor, Kevin Whiteford of Whiteford Wealth Management, where each team member is focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings or your retirement portfolio. They're located at 404 Broadway Broadway in South Haven. Visit their website, whitefordwealth.com, or call 269-637-4400. I'd also like to thank Adam at the station, our producer, and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927theband.com, so you can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Sagatuck on Sunday. It's just after 7 a.m. It's a cool 49 degrees and expect today's high to reach around 71. So we're going to have a, 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 a nice warm weekend. Tomorrow's going to go up to about 75 and no rain in sight for Memorial Day. Can you believe that? Usually on this weekend, we get at least one day out of the weekend with rain, but a nice dry weekend. This morning, we have a lot to talk about, folks. Grab a cup of coffee and settle in because we've got a great show for you this morning. We've got Dave and Zach Engel from Best Chance Charter Fishing. They just did a program with the kids at the high school. They do several programs in the community, and we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about uh, taking their boats out and going on a fishing trip. We'll also talk to Randy Walker from Lakeshore Pet Boutique. She's here to give us all the info about Community Pride Week. And that starts this week, actually. And and uh, lots of fun things going on. So uh, And uh, big headliners, some bands coming, too, and great music and events there at Berry Field, so she's going to give us all the lowdown on that. Finally, we've got Dustin Davenport and Eloisa Tiny Lorenz. They're from 420 Satori. That's a new provision shop located on Blue Star Highway, so they're going to be on the show as well. I met the owner on the Star of Sagatuck. He said, Gregory, can I be on the show? I said, of course you can. So I visited and uh, visited the uh, manager there and, and Tiny, and they're just, they were just a treat to visit, so I'm anxious to have them on the show. Talk about anxious. Um, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to have our co-host on this week. Um, get that disco ball down and make him... Here I come. The runway. Oh, oh, wow. Mm. Look at those moves. Mm. Look who's here, everybody. I'm sashaying. Sashaying. For pride. Swish sashay. Swish sashay. Jim Badcock from Isabel's Welcome Back, World Traveler. Thank you, Gregory. It's great to be back. You were on a, now, a taking over the show here. And Jessica. <laughs> and Jessica. <laughs> Partners. Um, uh, I, enjoy, I enjoy working with you um, and enjoy having you on the show. You know, that first show that you were on, I was also just as nervous because yeah. i think that was probably our second or third yeah, show. yeah the first one i think you had lawrence yeah uh-huh yeah. yeah so it was the second show and you were a little more relaxed but still you know you're you were doing something that i've never for done for the first time right. and, and that can be frightening as an adult uh-huh and i still you get know? nervous and when moya she's she's counting from the station and she counts us in <laughs> to, to live to the yeah. live air and I still get that one minute, too. I'm just yep. getting, oh, yep. you know. But it's fun to do fun and frightening things, mm-hmm. you know. And since I have been on, since I was on last, which was right before Small Business Saturday, I yeah. have been doing lots of fun and frightening things. But I, I want to take just one more second before sure, I start rambling time. on about that. And to thank you for Sagatuck on Sunday. Oh. Now, I have listened to another local radio show now and again, uh-huh. and I have to say what a good job you do in getting all the information out 
about all of the events. Uh-huh. Just you know, I mean, it must take you hours and hours to to you know compile all this. People send it to you and and right. say, "Can you mention this? Can you mention that?" And you do such an excellent job of getting that information out, like nobody else can well, do. Well, thank you. And I I have to say, you have um, the best variety. Of guests, yeah, I try to interesting guests. Thank you, and it's not always the same old, same old um, stuff. So, thank you for that, and I think your listeners enjoy listening because of those things. And 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 great co-hosts. Well, thank you, thank you. (laughs) But you know, in all fairness, you know, every every show is a little bit different. Every show has a little bit different format. And when we started Talk Attack on Sunday, we decided, well, we don't want to talk about politics. We don't want to get too much into our little private jokes back and forth. We just want to share all the great things happening in the right. area. And you do um, a marvelous and, job of that. So and a little bit of gossip. And then on if we, if, on. And if we run out of gossip, then we'll make up stories along the way. And nobody knows <laughs> what goes on during the commercial breaks. <laughs> that's that's, that doesn't make it on you know, there. One of these days we should have a show about our commercial breaks. <laughs> because there are some interesting things that go on here in those three to four minutes in between guests. So, um, um, like I said, you know, since since I was on last, we've gone through Small Business Saturday, which was good. I mean, there were lots and lots of people out shopping that mm-hmm. day. Father Corey did another book signing, and that went uh, very well. Yeah. I brought in two new consigners into the shop, Joanne Moore. She's from Femville, and she makes these... Oh, just beautiful, one-of-a-kind Christmas trees. She takes uh, these beautiful fabrics and felt, felted uh, wool from sweaters and blankets, uh-huh. and she's got metallics and lace and fur, and she fashions them into these just one-of-a-kind Christmas trees that are so, so pretty. We have some that are all white. Um, mm-hmm. And and some that are all the different colors. I've seen those. They're you just the, got those in. We just got those in. Yeah. Jo- Joanne's new to the shop. She also makes um, fingerless gloves. You oh. know the kind of gloves that like Scrooge would wear, or yeah. maybe you're wearing in the right in the Christmas Carol. In fact, I need a new pair. Well, stop in. Yeah, I've got a pair. Of, yeah. Um, we'll we'll make sure. You Bob's get is kind of worn out. Yes. Yeah, his are. Yeah. And um, she makes these great gnome bottle toppers. So like, if you're giving a bottle of wine for oh, one I have of one of those. I've Aren't they? Yes, the they're so cute. Yes. So, so she makes those and the fingerless gloves and the Christmas trees. So, you just got to come in and and check those out. And uh-huh. we also have um, Susan Blake is new to the shop. She makes these warm, soft, washable wool socks in oh. all these fun and funky colors. And is she local? She is local. She's oh. a sister to Cheryl Harrington, uh-huh. who makes all the handmade wool hats that oh, we yes. have with the fuzzy pom pom. Yep. on top so so cute so we've got two new vendors um not they're not vendors right they're consigners yeah. makers um for the shop wow um let's see what else fun and frightening did i do well i um i had dinner at wally's with childhood friends from grade school um we get together once a month and we go you know to different places around town this uh-huh. time we went to wally's 
Yankee pot roast sandwich. Shout out to Wally. Oh, it's yes. Gene, Gene and I had that last Ooh. week. We need a round of applause for yes, that Yankee yes, pot roast yes. sandwich because I'll tell you, Let that's one say, of the best things yeah. on their menu. Yeah. Gene and I had that for uh, lunch last week. It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Everybody at the table had a little something different, and everything was good, and our service was great. It, it, it was a good time. And I think we ran into you at the sandbar later <laughs> that night. <laughs> Not all of us make it um, that far. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I put my mom's Christmas tree up. She's an assisted living. Oh, okay. I got our outdoor Christmas lights up at the house, and oh, um, Don and I gave Ralph and Jody, our uh, Troutman, our neighbors, a, a good little show. show um, Don, Patty, three wreaths and a ladder. Um, I'm sure they were just over there giggling and, and laughing and at the ready because a helicopter kept flying over and I'm sure Jody called and made us a reservation on the medevac or something. Because, <laughs> but we got it done and it looks okay. <laughs> had the entire Berry Bunch home for Thanksgiving. Oh, and nice. that was fun. Uh, they have all four of my kids together. We laugh so much and have so much fun. So that was great. Kyle got the lights lit and Carly tackled the tree. Um, let's see. I did some big girl things. <laughs> I got my oil changed in my car and got it all ready for winter. Right. And um, I got my Medicare Advantage drug plan all in place. Ooh. So those robocallers can quit calling me. I'm all good. Yeah, she's got it. And, and then <laughs> probably the most fun and frightening thing that I did was I was texting back and forth with Brent Allen. He says, here's a copy from your ad for your sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Tweak it, do whatever, let me know. We can record it or you can record it. So I I looked at it and I was like, okay, what do I want it to say? Blah, blah, blah. I wrote a little ditty, got that all done Mm -hmm. and sent it off to Brent. He's like, looks great. Um, Do you want us to do it or would you like to do it? And I'm thinking... Well, if Phyllis Ife can get on there and say, you know, it's your go-to to get to where you want to go to, well, Patty with an I and Bear with a Y can do that. So I said, okay, sure, I'll do that. And he says, okay, tomorrow at 11. And I'm like, what? You know, okay. So I had to go up to the studio in Holland, and I'd never been there. Right. And so there was a first thing. And I thought, well, I'll have time to practice it and everything. And I went in, and this nice young man at the desk uh, says, hi, Patty, we're ready for you. I'm like, okay. Okay, here we go. So we went back into this little studio, and uh, we sit down, and he says, okay, we're going to do a sound check real quick. So we did that, and he says, I'm ready when you are. And I was just like, let's just do it. So I read my little ditty that I wrote, and I didn't get tongue-tangled and, and stumble or anything. We did it in one take. I was just amazed. Oh, wow. I did it. But Very the, good. But the frightening thing is, I don't really know how it turned out and i won't hear it It, even though it starts today Uh i won't hear it because during the commercial breaks we don't hear the commercials right (laughs) so i don't know if if, if it's okay or if it's not okay but um if it's okay or not okay leave me a little message on our facebook page and uh, let me know how we did or how i might need to tweak it well you can hear it next (laughs) next week yeah you know and you know i thought well i can hear no we don't hear it on the podcast because that's ad free that's a digital that's ad free right Right. Uh so so that was fun and frightening and and feel like kind of a big girl that I did that now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that fun to go into the station. It was, there? You it know, was. that's how I started doing the show. Uh, several years prior to me starting the show, 
um, he did the same thing. You know, we would do commercials for events and things happening in town, and I'd go do voiceover work. In fact, I was like, that's a great thing about Facebook memories, and I've had friends it that have helped me. It pops up and tells you what you did commercial. 10 years ago. Right, yeah. exactly. And and um, and so that's what got me into doing the show was, uh, you know, they approached me and said, hey, would you like to do this uh, Sunday show? And so here we are. And here and, we are. And, uh, but isn't it fun to go there in the station? What surprises me is that you got it in one take. Now, sometimes I, sometimes I get a one-taker when I'm doing commercial work. Other times I'll do it six, seven, eight, nine, ten takes. And by the time I'm – it'll drive you nuts. Yeah, and I was so – because I practiced a little in, in the car right. on the way up there. And um, like the inner urban – your go-to to get to where you want to go to. I thought, well, I got to be a little clever like that too. Right. But they tell you, okay, 80 words, uh-huh. 30 seconds. So you feel kind of like an Academy Award winner, you know, that's on stage and you're trying to remember everything that you're supposed to do and everyone you're supposed to think. And then the music starts <laughs> <laughs> and you got to finish up. So right. I'm like, you know, is this going to be too long, too short, whatever. But I got it right on the button mm-hmm. and Doggone it, that was fun. <laughs> so if anybody needs a little jingle written, you know, you can give me a call. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now you're writing jingles. Time. I had a wonderful evening last night after I finished making cookies for the show. Um, I walked over and uh, got a text from Krista and had dinner over at Phil's with her and Carla and her um, her nephew, a uh, little one, Bo, Bo, they call him Bodie, but his name is Bowden. Um, and uh, such a cute kid. He's four years old. We're trying to get him together with uh, Eloise. Uh, he's four. She's three. So oh, it's fun to see those two. three already? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And uh, we're trying to get those two together. So we're, it's, it's, we're trying to be matchmakers to him. So that was a lot of fun. I have one more thing I want to say. I would like to give a shout out to Bill Dunn and the Saugatuck High School football team on uh, congratulating them on a crazy good season. They ended yeah. up, yes, a little round of applause yeah, there. Good. Uh, uh, yeah, crazy you, good season. Yeah. And they ended up 7-2, and two and they made it to the district finals. And then here comes my little humble brag, and I have to look at my notes so I get all the facts just right. <laughs> um, my grandson, Will Doucette, was quite the machine um, this year playing football. And right. Grandma is very, very proud of you. I don't know grandpa. sports, and I yeah, even know I that. know. I know. Just, well, CJ will get all of this. <laughs> um <laughs> Will and the entire team, they, they came off a bad season last year, and they wanted to change that. And they were dedicated. They got together. They went to the high school every morning in the summer. They lifted weights. They worked out. And all of that hard work really paid off because, like I said, they, they ended up 7-2. and two. Oh, they had a great season. Um, but some of Will's accomplishments, um, he received um, – Weightlifter of the Year through the Saugatuck program. Mm -hmm. He um, had nine touchdowns and over 1,100 rushing yards. Um, He was voted uh, several times as the Holland Sentinel Player of the Week. Mm -hmm. Um, He was um, Holland Sentinel's top football performer of the season. Wow. And he earned first team all-conference and first team all-state by the Michigan High School 
Football Coaches Association. Wow. And that's a pretty big deal. Wow, right, that CJ? is a really good yeah, deal. So I just wanted to to give Will a, a shout out. And, yeah. um, he did a great and, job. And with the everybody. entire team, yeah. they all played together. You were busy popping popcorn, so you probably didn't get to see it. I had so much fun in the concession stand I during the football you did. season. And, and, and you'll go back and do it. And I will because you know Will's a senior, so I won't have anybody really to go watch, but I, I would love to uh, be involved in. And oh, you're to volunteer. Oh, yes. But you know what? I have to say one more thing about yeah. Will. That kid never went into the locker room at halftime with the team during the home games because he was in the marching band and he loves band. Oh. So he would, you know, one of the teammates would hand him his instrument and he'd go out there and do the halftime right. show with these guys. And wow. the band. It was just crazy good. Um, so the shout band out, was amazing. Shout out to Damn. Andy Holtz oh, because or, yeah. these kids, Andy just, Holtz, Andy Holtz, right. um, these kids absolutely love him, and it yeah. shows that they love what they're doing. And if you ever get a chance to go to one of their concerts, I think the next one coming up is um, December fourteenth, their Christmas concert. Mm-hmm. You won't be disappointed. It is so so good. Was so impressed with their performance during the annual. Christmas. Christmas parade that yeah, was yesterday yeah. and a big shout out to Bertie Holly and April Gundy. April was working her little butt off yesterday, uh, getting everybody in line, getting ready for the parade. Then Talk of course, about wearing all the hats and not knowing where am I and how am I answering the phone. Right. You know? And and then she had to get yeah, ready for the yeah. uh, pub, crawl. pub crawl. And so um, lots uh, so of people out for that. There were a lot of people in town for the parade. As yes, well. they were. I was and really early. Impressed. Yeah. You know, so we opened at nine and we had full house right away. But where was Grinch? Grinch? And Cindy Lou Who? I didn't see them. I, they weren't at the parade this year for the first time. And I, I thought don't know maybe how many I years. missed them because I had to run in because I had shoppers yeah. in the store, but I kept running out. You know, I missed the uh, peppermint stick. Oh yeah, girl, I saw. But yeah, I did uh-huh. see the shovel brigade. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, it. Was a great parade, just a perfect size and it a lot of people. Is. Yeah. Yep. It always is, and and they did a great job with that. Um, uh, lots of events going on. You know, we've got oh, a bet. great show ahead of us. I'm excited to have Patty Gilman on. She's from St. Peter Catholic Church. She's going to talk about these nativity scenes that uh, that they that they're working on, and the pastor had uh, worked on the backdrops, and it really interesting um, show that they've got going. And lots of great events happening at St. Peter Catholic Church. I've never had them on the show before, so I'm excited to find out about their winter events. Uh, then she just walked in. Then we're going to have Stephanie Calhoun on. She's from the Allegan County Community Foundation. She was on, supposed to be on a couple weeks ago. She was feeling under the weather, right, but right. thank God I was overbooked. So I was able to get someone in there because I had four guests scheduled that day. Oh, wow. So I was able to, to mix everything around. So glad that she's back. Glad she's feeling good. Um, and then um, Christopher LaBelle and Kelly Plowman are going to be on from the Kirby Hotel and Jay Paul's Dining Room. Uh, he's he was on maybe about a year ago, year ago or so, maybe earlier this year. Uh, he's been on twice. Has he has he been on twice? This oh may, it might be I'll have to ask him he'd know more than I would um, <laughs> and and they'll be on the show they're going to talk about the menu there it's been quite the buzz this year with uh, uh, with uh, Kirby yeah uh, I see cars over there here's so good. much seems so much good. about it yeah they've really picked up there um, and I think they finally found their groove um, I think you know uh, when it used to be a bed and breakfast and then it turned into a restaurant and it, they had different chefs and guy they think some challenges remember Chef Steph. 
Does everybody remember Chef Stuff? I heard the name. I, I <laughs> can't say I ever had any Chef Stuff. She's fun to follow. Um, and then, uh, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a really good show. We've got a lot of events going on. I'm excited later this afternoon, and they're sold out, but I am going to tell everybody the Lakeshore Community Chorus is performing I at the know. SC4A. I'm going for the first time, another first. Are you going yes. to? Yay! Yay! I'm going with um, Mrs. Four, Cratchit. 4.30? Uh, four o'clock. Four o'clock. Um, I'm going with uh, my Mrs. Cratchit, Jen Reese, nice. and as my date. And um, I want to thank the Lakeshore Chorus for providing tickets for me. Well, I've um, heard so much about it, and my sister-in-law Sherry says, "Come on, let's go get in the holiday spirit. Let's go." And I go, oh, "I don't know if I can." I always get weepy this time of year, and when I hear this Christmas carols and <laughs> wah, wah, wah. so she, we're going to sit way in the back. Yeah, that's important. In case I should cry. <laughs> but you know that the holiday season, there's still a lot going on today. You know. Everybody had their celebrations yesterday. There was a there was a parade in Fenville. There was uh, Stevenson. There was we had you know we had our parade. A lot of our towns had our parades and different things. But the the season continues, and we have so much. We're just fun. getting started. We're just getting started. We got three weeks from today is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I know. Um, today, uh, four to six p.m. If you want to take a ride out to Modalis, they're located at two one two eight sixty second Street there in Fenville. If you heard about them boy it's a great winery have you been to modalis i have not but got to go jody troutman brought me a bottle of it is what it is wine from modalis oh really it was this bubbly stuff kind of like champagne Uh uh-huh it was delightful. Wow. Well, t- so you can bet your bottom dollar I'll be getting out there soon. Well, today you can explore art in a whole new way. Um, they've got an exhibit that's going to showcase art from Dorothy Graden, Ellie Foster, Joanne Ladolf, Amy Reckley, Kat Francisco, Rosemarie Towell, Carl Burdak, Margarita Coles, and Anna Vitton Johansson. Uh, Paulette Carr, Susan Plea. Listen to all these, and I'm sorry if I butchered anybody's name, um, <laughs> but lots of artists. The opening reception is today, December 3rd. The exhibit will be up from November through December 2023. So um, they've got that. So go figure out. Uh, also, if you're interested in making a wreath, you might want to go to the Farmhouse Deli and Pantry this afternoon at 2 p.m. Um, and where, uh, and, or you can, you know, register online. Um, it's a wreath making workshop, um, and it's super fun, festive day. You'll join, uh, floral designer Angie Schultz. She's of Flower Girl Floral and Events. She'll teach you how to make a beautiful holiday wreath using fresh evergreens, forged flourishes, and gorgeous ribbons. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a limit class to 20 participants. They might be full, but if you can find out if they're full, give them a call at 269 269- Four five 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 eight eight eight. Give them a call. There you can call them that farmhouse deli. See if there's any room for you. The cost is eighty five dollars per person, and that includes everything to make a wreath. It also includes drinks and lunch at the farmhouse deli. I think the paparazzi's outside your window. Uh oh. I think we got the there paparazzi. The paparazzi's yes, out there. We call them the paparazzi. It's the DPW <laughs> keeping the keeping the streets beautifully clean for the holiday season. Don't you love the lights in town? Oh, they look so nice, especially now that all the leaves are out of the way. They worked their butts off the other morning getting all of those leaves yeah. out of the way. Shout out so, to the DT- yes. DPW. They worked not just Tuesday and Wednesday like they were supposed to, but they were cleaning leaves throughout the whole week. So, yeah. so hey, um, I think we got to go, um, but uh, we'll be back. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, 
Patty the other Gilbert. Patty. We've got the other Patty. Patty and it's Patty. A, we, we've got a couple of Patties here. I've known her forever. <laughs> so it's a double Patty Big Mac show. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Sock Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Band and 92.7TheBand.com. Spirit here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. We're looking out the window. We've got a little bit of rain today, but today's high is going to be about 41. We've got mild weather for this time of year in the next 10-day forecast. It could be so much worse. Super exciting. So it's going to be nice and clear. We've just got a couple of days in the 10K, 10K, 10-day <laughs> forecast that, that have rain in it, yeah. um, and, uh, and which is a good thing because it's going to be good weather and you'll be able to drive through and discover the holiday spirit where where, where are you going to drive through the holiday spirit at cranes. cranes cranes has that wonderful holiday light show we had the crane brothers on here a couple weeks ago and they kicked off their holiday light show this week and Did you go? Uh, I did, have not gone yet. I haven't either. Um, I haven't had time, but I, it's on the to-do list. It's on the to-do list. Um, they're going to be open through the end of December. Um, they'll be closed Monday and Tuesday, but every other day they're open. Wednesday, 6 to 9. Thursday, 6 to 9. Friday, 6 to 10. Saturday, 6 to 10. And then Sunday, 6 to 9. They're going to run that schedule all the way till the end of of this month they created all these beautiful lights there's a tunnel they actually built all of the framework themselves um so it's all original artwork really and um i know uh lori our favorite redhead over there at lakeshore convenience helped those guys build things and spray paint and Mm. and all that she was busy with them so it was really a community effort um but these guys were the masterminds and they were great to have on the show um it's a mile of lit Wonderland, and you'll experience the orchard like never before to enjoy that holiday magic from the comfort of your car. Now, no buses or commercial vehicles, of course. It's $20 for vehicles. Leave the limos at home. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's $20 for vehicles of eight passenger capacity and under. Vehicles with nine capacity or more are $25. Um, So, uh, yeah, that'll make a great evening. They'll also have, you know, while they're open, they'll also be uh, sharing, they'll have snacks and things like that available there at the restaurant, at Crane's Restaurant. They're located at 6054 124th Avenue there in Fenville, Michigan. Of course, you can always visit their website at craneorchards.com. 
Um, uh, you know, lots of great things going on, lots of events and lots of things to watch and see. And, you know, it, it's neat when you have displays like that. You could just kind of go at your own time, just kind of go check out and um, talk about that. Let's get that disco ball down. We've got really cool displays going on over at St. Peter's in Douglas. That's Church. what the buzz is. Yeah, that's it's quite the buzz. I, yeah. Here she comes. And here she comes. I am very pleased to have. Um, uh, uh, probably my favorite employee of Morrow's. Uh, but I'll tell you, she knows how to run that place. And I see her in the fiercest of days. How many times have I come in on your crazy Wednesday pizza days at Music in the Park? And I don't know how you girls do what you do there. Uh, but you're, you, you kind of work, Patty. Patty Gilman, welcome to the show. Thank you. And, um, and, uh, you've worked at Morrow's. I couldn't believe it. You told me for 40. Years forty. It would have been forty this year. I was uh, officially retired, but right. you can't retire. If you need me, call me. So um, <laughs> maybe twenty days this year. I worked right. Uh, right. That's all. Yeah. Right. Um, Old home week. <laughs> but um, but uh, you stay you stay pretty busy. Uh, but n- Morrow's isn't really your. That's like your second gig. It, yeah. it was your second gig for forty years. Uh, when I first moved to town, I thought you were a Morrow. <laughs> I thought you were one of the family. Well, Lynn sometimes looks at me and goes, she owns the joint because she doesn't want to talk to people. <laughs> and I throw a lot of attitude. So. Right, right, exactly. Well, no. you have to. Well, you know, you know, you need it to. It works for me. Yeah. <laughs> Patty was my neighbor up on the hill. Oh, really? Yes. yes. And for and a, a lot of years. The house years. that you're living in now? Yes. Or, yeah. She just lived Two doors down. Two doors down. Oh, yeah. cool. Cool, yep. Patty. Um, you taught um, English. You have a great history. You taught English, speech, and drama here at the Sagatak High School for 35 years. Best place in America. Wow. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah you're right about that. Uh, we are very lucky to have a great school. Um, she didn't just teach English, though. She was also the drama I was a drama queen. Drama queen. I, yeah, yeah. You were the drama teacher. Yeah, and, and put on the um, plays at the Sagatech School. Yes. And um, it's funny. Um, it's it's. I still talk to my drama teacher. In Do fact, you? he does a radio show with one of our drama kids, our drama king, Brad Schreiber. He was the the drama kid that everybody aspired to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they do a radio show on the east side of the state on weekends, Look at that. and it's a uh, radio show. Uh, where they do um, uh, uh, music uh, like uh, oldies and okay, rock yeah, music there yeah. in Monroe, and um, and we still talk. I still talk to my drama teacher. You um, get very close when you do plays. I mean, you spend so much time, and it's after school, and everybody's tired, and you just kind of lean on each other, and and you're trying to make this wonderful thing happen out of I don't know pencils and chalk. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it, and you're it's a, and a you get experience. it as a teacher. You get it, but you're it's it's like teaching. You're trying to. The kids to get, get it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some get it and some don't. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It, it's just every you know. Some years were better than others if you you know look at it aesthetically. But every year was a good year because the kids were just great to work with, and, and they, they have so much fun. Yeah. I was in a. Um, you can't take it with you. Okay. Uh, way back when Henry McKechnie was there, I've and the then um, what was the other one? Gosh, I can't even remember what it is right now. But it was so fun just getting into character and pretending to be something. You're not. Somehow I can see be... you on stage. And I Gregory, too. You know, I mean. <laughs> now that you both mentioned, yes. And Gregory, too, you know, doing, doing the I Christmas carol. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, we, we had a lot of it's fun, fun back in the day. It's fun, you know, day. once yeah. you, you get over that initial fear and then you mm-hmm. just get right. it. 
Right, right. But um, and then you currently substitute. So you, I do. You, you fill in every once in a while when they need you there. So yeah. Liz Wilson or somebody will give you a call there and say, hey, come on in. And Liz, whom I taught a thousand years ago. Yeah. Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Make you are old. Heavens, <laughs> honey, of course I am. I'm older than dirt. <laughs> um, and then you love dogs. Um, do. You said oh. you've always had a black cocker. Uh-huh. So what you um, and the name, the one you have. What, what's her name? I couldn't. It's a, a Gaelic name. It's Nula. 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 Gaelic. Are you Gaelic or is that uh-huh. are, as, oh. as Patty's pig? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, but uh, uh, black cocker. So once you go black, you never went back, and right? Never. No. She, they're my girls. They're my girls. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on. You just got back from Florida? or I did. And what did you do down there? My son's uh, in-laws have a bake sale every year for 25 years. Uh-huh. And uh, both of their daughters have were teachers. Both of them are, are not now, but they were teachers. And so they know where the needs are with their students. And so they choose one or two families. And they buy Christmas for those families with the money they make at a bake sale. Oh, okay. Bad news is they don't bake. <laughs> Good news is I do. Right. So I buy a bushel of apples and I drag it down to Florida. And I this year it made 22 pies. Wow. And some cakes and some um, quick bread because that's what sells. Fudge does not sell. Cookies do not sell. But that's what sells in Florida. Okay. And uh, other people, of course, it's not my sale. It's everybody's sale. Right. So other people bring in goods too and... Um, in three and a half hours, I think they made about thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, nice! Which is a a great Christmas for somebody who wouldn't yeah. have had Christmas otherwise. And oh, that's, that's awesome! It's great. It's a lovely, lovely thing that happens with yeah. Them. That's really awesome. Yeah. So you're um, happy to go down to Florida and and, and I'm very sad when I have to make the drive home, not only because I'm leaving my grandchildren, but because that's the most horrific drive. <laughs> I was going to ask you: Do you drive a lot when you go? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> They're in, in back. It's awful. A lot of people prefer flying. Um, you can't uh, take a bushel of apples on a plane. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> no. um, How uh, old are your grandkids now, Patty? They are nine. Well, th- those two are nine and three. How many do you have? Five. My oh. daughter has three children and my son has two. Wow. wow. One girl. Wow. Um, Patty, did, did you grow up here in Zagatuck? <laughs> no. Where did you grow up? This, I thought, was a big town. When I moved here, oh wow! I was born in Greater Downtown Rosebush, Michigan. Rosebush, which is seven miles north of Mount Pleasant, seven miles south of Clare, and has to this day four hundred and fifty people. Uh, it sounds tiny. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Do and they have a rosebush? My father had four hundred. Oh my! Goodness. Oh, your father was well, so. Your father grew roses. Yeah. Oh, that's hobby. Oh, just a hobby. Yeah, that's he fell in funny. love with it. Wow. The town was named after Mrs. Bush, whose name was Rose. Really? Nothing to do with flowers. Really? Mm. (laughs) Go figure. Um, How long have you been? Now, I'm having you on. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the nativity display. And so I'm excited about that. How long have you been a member? But first, let's talk about the church a little bit. Okay. How long have you been a member there? 51 years. Wow. Wow. How old were you when you moved here then? 10. 10. Okay. And so you... (laughs) I'm doing, some, I'm doing some math. <laughs> That's a bad lie. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. See, I'm believing you. Okay. Just because we're talking about church. Sorry, Father. Right. <laughs> um, and, and you've been a member there for 50, Two. 52 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and tell us a little bit about the church, where it's located, just so folks don't, so folks at home know. Sure. 
St. Pete's is just across the bridge from Saugatuck. It's the, the first building. It's on kind of a rise to your right as you're going toward Douglas. Mm-hmm. And it's been there for 60-some years in its current iteration. Uh, it, that's a, it started off you know, in somebody's house that there were services, and everything grows. Right. Right. So um, it remained as it was for a lot of years. And then I think three years ago, they started a renovation. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the inside, and certainly the, the heating and cooling and sound oh, and sure. you know, everything that was tragically old was replaced. And there's a gathering space now that's all glass. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the display is going to be. Okay, yeah, and now, now, and then tell us who the uh, pastor of our, uh, uh, our Catholic Church is here. Currently, uh, it's Father Evilio Ramirez. Ramirez, mm-hmm. okay, and he's from Colombia. Oh wow! As was the last priest, Father Fabio. Oh, was very also cool. From Colombia, very cool. Yeah, very cool. And um, and uh, and and how long has uh, Father Ramirez been there? Under a year. Uh, oh, so he's a new guy. He's, he's a, a new, new guy. guy. Yeah. And um, and now tell us a little bit about um, he had something to do with uh, creating um, these nativity this nativity uh, uh, displays. So tell us a little bit about that. He had everything to do with okay. creating the display. Uh-huh. He's uh, his first track in life was going to be a full on artist. Oh, and then he got other directed to be a priest instead. Uh-huh. And for the last ten years, eight to ten years, he's. He loves Christmas, and he's been collecting nativity scenes, and they are, um, say, culturally tuned. So Uh if you are in Polynesia and you are celebrating Christmas, perhaps the the shepherds don't look the same, and maybe Mary and Joseph don't look the same. Maybe they look like you. Yeah. And so that's that's what um, brought him to this. And so because of his artistic bent, He's drawn backgrounds, backdrops for all of these. Um, he has 40, he said. I'm not sure all of them are going to be out. He has 40, 40. nativity sets. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. He did a display in his last church in Hartford. Mm-hmm. So it's not his first display, but it's our first. Mm-hmm. And that nave that has the all of the light mm-hmm. is going to be uh, just a lovely spot so that people can come in and just walk around and see what they like and we're going to feed everybody cookies and make coffee for them and just make it the most pleasant christmas experience we possibly can with a focus on that first christmas that's awesome and um now he's collected these works uh from he's uh, i was reading from dozens of different artists and craftsmen and so you're going to see different different nativity sets, like you said, from different cultures. So yes. You, you'll have one from – are you going to have a, a Dickens? Like, you know, a Dickens? There, is there, I, I do know Dickens. Uh, there's a, a British one. It's not necessarily Dickensian. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's, there's a British one. And, right. uh, and the backdrop has Big Ben in it. Oh, that's but, cool. So there, there's kind of an automatic draw for many of them. You go, oh, I know exactly where that is. Right. But there's also going to be some verbiage on every single one so that you can read um, which artist did it. Because Father Fabio did – sorry, Father Avilio did not do all of the, the art behind it. And so they're signed if someone else prepared the art uh-huh. so you know who the artist was. Uh-huh. So these are um, – a, a picture, a backdrop, a painting, or are they physical pieces uh, to the nativity? 
or both? Good they question. are both. Awesome. They are both. Yeah, good question. The okay. backdrop just lends the okay. atmosphere I got to it. what you're looking at with the nativity set. I got uh-huh. it. And I only saw them yesterday for the first time, so I can't. So is it all set up now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to take so, a while. <laughs> right. Now, the opening is on December 9th. Actually like the- not. Oh. I lied. No, Uh-oh. actually, when we sent that out, it was. But then um, the bishop said he could come the 7th. So it's going to be the 7th, and the bishop of the Kalamazoo Diocese is going to be there for the opening. Oh, so that'll be on Sunday. That's yeah. a week from today. Yes. And uh, that's going to open there at St. Peter's Church. Um, and uh, and uh, so and now... Is it open all day, or what are the... You know, the thing is that the the numbers change day to day because we're not trying to get people to come to our services. So if there's a service, it's probably not going to be open. I see. So um, you uh, can go to the website. I'm picking up the posters today. Another shout-out to Saugatuck High School. A senior, uh, Ethan Smith, did our posters for us. Okay. And what with final exams and Thanksgiving break, we just got them printed. So they're going to be up and around town. So you can look. I'll at grab the one. I'll make sure we share it on yeah. our Facebook okay. page as well. The, these the are everywhere. Corner. I have a postcard in my hand, and these are everywhere. So um, most of the days are from um, three thirty to five. Mm-hmm. But Saturday, it's uh, it's different because we have a Saturday night service. So uh, if you just Check the website or check any one of the, the posters or if you got a postcard in the mail, mm-hmm. all of the dates are, and times are there and you can see what time it's open. Um, what What is your website? It's St. Peter's. St. Saint, Saint com or? I think it's. Well, yeah, look at me. Do I look it up? No, Gregory, I don't. I just she walk over there. email herself. Right, I don't. right. I walk all the way over and say hi. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but uh, it's St. Peter's, St. Peter's Church, and that's in mm-hmm. Douglas. So, it is. of course, mm-hmm. you can you can look that up. You can Google that, you can. and uh, it'll take you right to their uh, website. It's St. Peter Parish. Uh, uh, it's S T. It's St. Peter Douglas org. Just so folks know, so you can go online and, and listen. To, and you can find parish happenings, Advent activities, um, online giving, um, and uh, uh, of course you can find out all the great things happening there at the church. Um, tell us about some of the other programs um, that you guys do. We'll come back to Nativity and remind everybody in a minute, but tell us about some of the other programs and the things that the church does for our community as well. You know, the Knights of Columbus is a uh an organization that's been around for centuries, and mm-hmm. um, those guys do uh, a breakfast I think once a month, and they use that funding to support uh, things around Allegan County. Their money goes nowhere outside of Allegan County, uh-huh. so uh, that's always feasible. We are, of course, part of Christian Neighbors, right? And that's the major outreach that uh, takes care of people in need, right? Uh, around the a area. great resource here, Christian it is. Neighbors. It is. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. folks are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you so you work with them as well. I'm looking at your website, and it shows that glass, the, uh, that new glass section. It's absolutely beautiful when you walk in there. They've got that beautiful fountain, that baptismal fountain. When you walk in, mm-hmm. I know we've taken flowers there, but mm-hmm. What a beautiful addition uh, to the church there. Uh And that, uh, mentioning all the light, on Wednesday the 13th, we're having an artist open studio. So 
uh, we've contacted both the Saugatuck Douglas um, Art Club and the uh, Friends of the Arts in Holland and mm-hmm. offered them to, a time to just come. If you want to you know, bring oils, bring uh, chalk, bring whatever you medium you're using, and look at the area. If you want to draw the lake out one side, that's great. If you want to look at the, the nativity scenes, that's great. Do as you will. So it's kind of an, an open time for them to to make use of that space that sadly wow. not everybody sees. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but you guys it's Christmas time. So of course you're you're doing lots of activities around that on uh and mark on your calendar. Well, first of all, what time are your masses? If folks are listening and they're Catholic, they want to come to a mass. You don't have to be Catholic. No. Uh but uh if if you want to come and and enjoy a mass, what time are they? Saturday night, five o'clock. Uh-huh. Sunday morning, eight o'clock and ten thirty. Uh-huh. And then uh, do you do anything on Tuesdays as well? Do you, do you have a Tuesday Mass at all? There are morning Masses at 8.30 every morning except oh. Wednesday. Oh, I didn't know that. Boy, mm-hmm. he's busy. I know. That's why I couldn't come and see you this morning. Otherwise, <laughs> he'd be here. <laughs> he's a busy he's guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Um, and then also I saw this, and this would be fun for the kids too if you're interested. On uh, Sunday, December 17th, they're doing gingerbread. a nativity gingerbread making party. Yeah, Alicia so, Giles is leading that, and she has done this for several years. They have all of the, the items that you'll need uh-huh. to decorate a gingerbread house, but this is going to be specifically directed toward the nativity since that's uh, a big uh, the theme. thing that we're having now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme. And did you notice that there's a, a choir concert? No. On Sunday the 10th from 3.30 till 5 o'clock, Caitlin Cusick and our choir will be doing a concert, a Christmas concert, and it will be in that same area oh that's uh, exciting yeah that's it'll exciting. be lovely she has a gorgeous voice and she's worked so well and the the choir sounds wonderful mm-hmm. um and 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 again that date that's on the 10th you said sunday the 10th three thirty till five o'clock it's a week from today three thirty to five there mm-hmm. at st peter's, at Saint peter's and, yeah. and so it's going to be uh like uh oh come all ye faithful or mm-hmm. maybe those kinds of it's yes. one of my favorite favorite yeah, I'm Remember, sure i learned that, that on the there. piano when i was a kid back when oh. i Played piano, yeah. Did you? Uh-huh, that was one of my first that songs. It gets to be cherished when you learn how to do something. It just stays with it you. Does. It, it does. Yeah. It does. It yeah. does. Um, but uh, that one and Teach Ye First. Remember that song? I don't know if you know that one. Uh, but I, I grew up going to a Southern Baptist church, which was a little bit different. That is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I had friends that were Catholic. So I would and go to. And they let you talk to each other? And I would, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I went to Catholic masses and I really learned to really respect uh, the Catholic religion. You know, um, they're, they're, I, you know it, for me, it wasn't such a difference. It was a difference of worship, but we were all, I guess, worshiping the same. It all goes the same way. It does. You know, it's just a You're different, young enough that it was probably in English. Different way to work. Yes, it was in English. And I'm old enough that it used to be in Latin. Oh, geez. Uh-huh. Now, did you ever learn Latin yeah. when you were a kid? You had... I had two years of Latin in high school. Oh, geez. Yeah. Geez. Yeah, that was probably... Uh, it was a gimme. Yeah. yeah, a gimme. That's what I was going to say. Probably a gimme back in the olden days. Thank you. <laughs> they didn't offer Latin when I was in high school. Uh-huh. But they we, did at Saga Ticket one time because I, I somebody told me the name of the lady who taught it. Yeah, I think that Not was you. done... With during before I got into high school, see how young you are. But um, I am so young. But we we did know pig Latin. 
Of course. Of as, course. We're, <laughs> we not, we're not going to demonstrate, are we? <laughs> no. Um, as we get closer to the Christmas season, um, I know a lot of my friends that, you know, work in churches or, you know, or I notice from going to churches that uh, Christmas Eve seems to be the time that we see all of those folks, all of the members that we just don't see all year round. And uh, and uh, uh, you guys, I'll tell you, uh, a, a Catholic Christmas Eve service is bar none. I mean, they really, really, you know, pull all the strings when it comes to uh, celebrating the birth of Christ. Um, on Christmas Eve, you guys will be celebrating Sunday, December 24th at 5 p.m. will be your Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that a candlelight? Do you do or what? what, what it do can you... be at this time of year, can at 5 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, yeah right. Um, not necessarily candlelight, but uh, typically they, that's a children's mass. And so that's kind of a lot more fun. Oh, right, right. And then Christmas Day on, on that Monday. Monday, uh, you'll have mass at 10 a.m. and then oh, Christmas carols right before at 9:30 a.m. on yeah. Christmas Day. What a great day to start! You know what I would do if I had kids? We're not opening any presents until, until after, after church. church. <laughs> I lived in that house. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and you were the same way, huh, CJ? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on Monday, January 1st, um, the the uh, uh, the solemn. Solemnity. Solemnity, thank you. Welcome. (laughs) Of Mary, uh, Mother of God. What is that? It's a specific, and it's a a holy day of obligation for Catholics, so they will go to church on that day. Uh It's just celebrating the fact that uh, Mary, as Christ's mother, has a very special place in our hearts. And uh, in fact, right now, if you were Hispanic, you would be doing a series of like 40 days of rosaries. Oh, right. Specifically geared to. the Virgin Mary, right? So it's it's a very special place, and certainly around Christmas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely the, the perfect time for it. Definitely, definitely. I noticed you guys have a little park area, and 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 uh, over to across the street from the church, which was the Stations of the Cross. But I understand that might be leaving, or there there's some it construction. Has left. Oh, it's gone now. But it's moved to the other side of the church. Oh, so you still have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. No worries. I love the Stations of the Cross. I think that's a great Catholic tradition. And so. Some of the good ladies of the um, Garden Club have uh, planted a lot of really beautiful flowers and plants. Oh, and Jane Dreyer and Jane a lot Dreyer of the girls. Yeah. Leading the way, yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So it's still there. The the material... The, land on the other side of the road was sold to people who are purportedly building uh, a more affordable housing. Correct. But, yeah. but I haven't seen anything. Right. I know. We're all waiting. We had him on the show okay. about, about a year or two ago yeah. uh, when he, Jeff, okay. uh, when he was introducing that idea. Yeah. So yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of course we can use affordable housing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, there's plenty of room to build in the township. So that you know, too? I, I think that all the that time. Too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thanks for being on the show. This has been a pleasure having you on. Well, it's my pleasure indeed. It's See, that wasn't so frightening, patty. was it? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's CJ playing that music. It's yeah. like the Academy yeah. Awards. Yeah, so it's, by the way, speech. it's time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, come on, wrap it up, folks. We've got to pay our bills. But we'll be right back. Hey, I saw Stephanie just walked in from Allegan County Community Foundation. And she'll be on the show. And an early bird is here. Did you see that? Chef Toph. LaBelle from the Kirby. He's Christmas already here. Tree. We're still waiting on Kelly. Kelly, get in the car. Is Kel- Kelly's coming with you, isn't she? 
I'm looking we so forward Kelly. to see you. We love me some jelly. <laughs> uh, but uh, don't go anywhere, folks. And don't forget that Nativity starts on the 7th. It's going to start a week from today. 40 different Nativity sets that you'll be able to no, no, see no, no, at no, St. No. Peter's Church. Today's the third. A week from today. No. no. Today's that was the third. It was the 9th. Now it's the 7th. Oh, that's right. So and today's the Thursday. Three, so it's Thursday. Four, five, six, seven. It would be Thursday. Thursday. I'll learn how to count maybe during the break, folks. But don't, don't go do anywhere. Math. I don't do math. <laughs> She's an English teacher. No math here. No math. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. We've got more events, more fun. Don't go anywhere. Grab your coffee. We'll be right back. Listening to Saga Tech on Sunday, and we are getting in the holidays. Don't you just want to sing along? I do. You know that song? It just gives me those chills, doesn't it? It's yeah. one of those Christmas songs where you just you, you start to feel the spirit, yeah. you know, and um, and and it's spirit of giving um, and and joy and laughter. And uh, it's just, I just, I just love this time of year. Um, and, you know, there's always so much going on here in town. I want to give uh, Isabel's a shout out because this afternoon, you know, it's all about art, women, and wine at Isabel's. Uh, today, uh, between, uh, it, it'll happen today between 2 and 6 p.m., you'll come to Isabel's as they host an art sale by Ann Corlett, Beth Charles, and Susan Martell. Sue Fleming will have her fiber clothing for sale as well. And Ruth Crow will show her mixed media art. So check check off your Christmas list early. Do a little bit of Christmas shopping for some local art for art, women, and wine. Do a little wine sipping there at Isabel's. And, you know, in case you wanted to know where Isabel's is, if you don't already know, uh, they've got lots of great holiday food and platters and things that they're getting ready, you know, to help you with your season. They're located at 310 Blue Star Highway on the corner of Blue Star there. And uh, they're open every day except Monday. So go check them out. And uh, it's a good thing, um, you know, and uh, it's a good thing. We also want to do a shout out before we get our next guest on. Uh, I have been very busy. We've all been very busy rehearsing and getting ready for the annual Christmas Carol. And uh, it was nice to see Steve, uh, or I should say Mr. Scrooge, and some of the cast. They were on the show last week, but they were also in the annual Christmas parade yesterday. And uh, and so we've been busy. We finally got the stage, and we're getting all of our props and everything together. We're doing uh, full run-throughs, and we'll be busy all week long. The play kicks off this weekend on the 7th. Uh, you can get your tickets at Sagatuck. Uh, uh, Sagatuck. Just go to 
Sagatuck Christmas Carol. You'll find it on Facebook, or just Google Sagatuck Christmas Carol, and you'll find it'll get you. It'll get you right where you need to go. Kind of like the inner urban. Uh, The tickets sell out quickly, and so I suggest getting tickets for the first weekend um, because the second weekend it looks like it's already starting to get busy. Did they do a poster this year? Um, They did these cards this year. Um, uh, I don't know where they're where the poster is. Uh, They do different printings, but they did do a, a new Christmas card this year that has the QR code on the back. So Scrooge is getting a little bit more, you know, digital, getting into the digital world. Um, (laughs) Now, uh, again, uh, it's Friday, December 7th, 8th and 9th. Friday, the play is at 8. Saturday, we have a 2 o'clock matinee, then 8 o'clock. And then on Sunday, the show is at 7. We'll do the four shows again the following weekend. So you'll want to get your tickets. Now, I've got my friend Lisa Yorks and her, her mother, Juanita, or Lisa Pierce, that's her married name. I still call her by her old name from high school. And her mother that I grew up with, they're going to come in from the east side of the state and see it on Saturday, the night. So I'm looking forward to having her. She's probably going to hang out with me on the show on the 10th as well. So looking forward to that. Um, and, it, you know, the Christmas Carol has such a great uh, message to it of helping those and, and helping the needy and, 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 and not being so greedy, you know, and, and what the Christmas spirit is all about. And, you know, which reflects our next guest and all the great work they do because they're, they kind of do the same thing. So let's get that disco ball down and make Stephanie Calhoun walk the runway. Here she comes. Wow, look at her move. Go, Stephanie. Go, Stephanie. It's your birthday. Go, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, welcome to the show. And I want to thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. From the Allegan County Community Foundation. And it's supposed to have you on a couple of weeks ago. But you, you, you emailed me like, I don't feel good and I don't want to spread it. So we're glad you did that. Yeah, it ended <laughs> up being you did not want to be near me. So oh, okay. Yes, One of those was, things. So yeah. we won't mention it. Yes. <laughs> but we're glad you're feeling good. We're glad that you're back on the show. You're the executive director? I am. Of the Allegan County Community Foundation. Haven't you had haven't had you on the show before? Um, I've had folks from ACCF on before, but it is a pleasure to meet the big wig. Um, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. How long have you been with the Allegan County Community Foundation? So I've been there just a little over two years. I started September of 2021. Okay. All right. And um, and uh, uh, tell us a little history about Allegan County Community Foundation. Sure. So um, it was founded in 1965 by a group of um, civic-minded people in Allegan, the, the city itself. Um, the first... Big gift that's part of our endowment came from Ethel Stone, who was one of those founding members. Um, he passed away and left us $1.2 million in 1969, which is a significant amount of money now. And it was an incredibly significant amount of money back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for anybody who doesn't understand or know how foundations and endowments work, that $1.2 million is still in our account. Right. We don't spend those gifts. We spend the earnings off of those. So that gift, you know, we're almost 50, I think we are 50 years later, uh-huh. um, still giving. Wow. So, wow. Yes. And so we've grown over the years. Uh-huh. Um, they operated for a very long time, just some volunteers. And then about 40 years ago, 35 years ago, hired their first executive director. Mm-hmm. And we've grown since then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you located? You're located in downtown Allegan? 
We are. So three years ago, four years ago now, um, we bought the old city hall. Mm-hmm. So the right on Locust Street, the big, beautiful limestone yeah. building yeah. with yes. the big windows. That's where we are. Wow, what a great building to have. It's a beautiful building. But I bet it's a lot to maintain, too. It was. In, um, <clears throat> there, I think there was a reason the city moved out of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, we've, we've put a, you know, we've done... All the basic stuff we had, you know, clean the limestone because it was covered with, you know, the black algae, a new uh-huh. roof, new HVAC, new windows. The windows, I'll share this funny story. Uh-huh. I just started. It was probably November. Um, and I was standing in front of the copier. And I was like, oh, it's such a beautiful day. Feel that breeze. Yeah. And then I was like, the window's closed. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that breeze coming from? Yeah, so um, doing a little digging. They were the original windows to the building, oh, wow. so they were beautiful. Um, but we did have windows made to replicate. So, right. Yeah, so, so you still had the same by, look. Yeah. It still looks the same, but they're energy efficient and no more beautiful breezes on a November day. Unless <laughs> you want it. You yes. can open it up and get that in there. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, downtown Allegan's looking beautiful. Um, they oh just gosh. did all the construction. Everybody's there. talking about that and I D- haven't been. They I did don't, the, don't go over that the streetscaping. Often. They've got new sidewalks and roads in the downtown area. It looks absolutely beautiful. They still have more work to do, but oh, yeah. um, they opened it up about two weeks ago and um, it was nice to see. I, was, I happened to be in town and it was nice to see kids come out of the Pizza Hut and everything back to being open again. Um, and uh, I can tell the business owners there was quite a little buzz in town. And I can tell I was I was following um, uh, I follow a couple elegant pages and uh, and uh, they had their uh, small Saturday uh, weekend uh, last weekend, which was I think a, a very big hit there in town. It's nice to see the growth, and I'm I'm seeing a lot of younger people start businesses in downtown Allegan. So it's kind of nice to see that. Yeah. So. It's it's absolutely beautiful. They did an amazing job. Um, my heart, you know, goes out to those businesses because it was a rough. I mean, I think nine months we were torn apart. Yeah. Oh, um, but they finished a year early, so uh-huh. um, really, really just beautiful. They did an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so yeah, and uh, so shout out to them. We are lucky. With I also serve on our city council. We're lucky to have uh, Dean Kapka. Capica, come. Uh, he's uh, your uh, count, or, um, uh, commissioner? Uh, commissioner. Thank you. <laughs> he's uh, the captain, um, but he's the commissioner, and he likes to update our city council on all the uh, newest things happening in Allegan County. So that's cool to have him come and and do that. Um, Getting back to the Allegan County Community Foundation, that's why you're on. That's what we want to support. You guys just had your fall celebration. Uh, your that you do every year, um, and that's a that's an evening where you guys get together and you kind of uh, uh, give awards and things like that. How did that go? It was wonderful, beautiful as always. Um, really, it's our event is a little different. You know, we have so many wonderful nonprofits in Allegan County that have those beautiful galas, right? Uh-huh. Beautiful, you know, dinners and dancing and all of that and. Ours is a little simpler. It's not a fundraiser. It's a friend raiser. We don't ask for any money. Um, and it's really just to celebrate the collaboration that went on that year, right? Mm-hmm. The, the grants that we've given out, the scholarships that we've given out, um, the people who've supported, supported us, the organizations that we're working with. So it's really nice. This year, um, we were able to give out our Nexus Award, which recognizes a financial, a professional advisor. So it could be a financial advisor, 
um, a CPA uh, state attorney that works with us. And this year uh, we gave our Nexus Award to George Stoughton. Who we know. Everybody knows George up here. Yep. So he is just a wonderful partner for the foundation. I mean, honestly, just a wonderful partner for the county. Yeah, yeah. Overall, he does such great work. So we were really happy to celebrate him. Well, good. That that yeah, good, very good. He's from Edward Jones here. He is, and uh, yeah, a, a very very uh, very generous guy. Mm-hmm. Um, very generous guy. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple questions as well about the Allegan County Imagination Library. What is that? What's an imagination library? That sounds interesting. I thought yeah, so too. So this is really exciting. So it's actually the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. Dolly, you named it after Dolly Parton. Well, it's her. So her foundation. So she has the Dollywood Foundation. Uh-huh. And she fell, gosh, I think it was probably 20 years ago now, um, that it was really important to get books into the hands of children. Oh. And so she partners with local nonprofits to do that. And oh. so um, we were very lucky in Allegan County. I think United Way had done it for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And through a change of leadership and just different direction, um, they were going to end that relationship. And I love books. And right. so when I heard that, I called up Bill Brown, who's the superintendent of the Allegan Area um, Education Service Agency. That does not service Saugatuck, but that's a whole separate story. Um, <laughs> and I said, oh, my goodness, like, we can't let that go. Kids need books. Like, they need to own books. And um, and so we partnered with him, and we've continued that. So it was October 1st. Uh-huh. The Dolly Parton Imagination Library um, lives under <laughs> our umbrella. Um, and right now we have about 3,300 kids in Allegan County that receive books every month. Wow. Yeah. And so, wow. yeah. How many kids are in Allegan County? Well, if you go by the census, so you can kind of like type in your numbers in this calculator and whatever, and there's supposed to be about 6,000 kids age zero to five. That's all? Yeah. I don't know why I think there would be more than that. I don't know. But, but 6,000, maybe a little more than 6,000. Uh-huh. So, but that's zero to five. Zero to five, okay. which is what Imagination Library services. Oh, okay. Yep, it's just so really them, young kids. Yeah, yeah. Kind of give it those early literacy um, mm-hmm. foundation. So, so, you are giving books to over half of the kids in the county. We are. That's awesome. Yeah, and we're trying to get the word out, you know, because I think up here in Saugatuck, Douglas, there's only like fifty-two kids that are signed up. Mm-hmm. And I would have to think that there's more than 52 zero to five-year-olds up here. Absolutely. Yeah. So they can go physically to this library? No. Uh, how, so, how do they go about Yeah, thanks yeah, for asking. Yeah, absolutely. So they can go right to our website, um, elegantfoundation.org, and they can click on programs. And underneath there it says Imagination Library, and you can actually sign your kids up online. Okay. And then it goes through a verification process through the Dollywood Foundation, um, that you then, actually have a child in this age group. It, and ex- absolutely. Yeah. And Aisa actually helps us with that part. That's kind of their partnership part. And um, about eight weeks later, your kid starts getting a book in the mail every month for, for free. So wow. it's oh. addressed to them. I mean, just think like when you were little, how cool that would have been. Oh, sure. To get mail every month and there's a brand new book. Oh, remember Scholastic, um, the the book club? I don't know. Right? You, did you have that? I don't know yes. if you're old yes. enough for that. The but weekly reader. The we- oh, my gosh. Things. I got so excited. Me and, too. you know, I, I didn't have the richest parents, so I couldn't always get books. But when I could, um, it was a big deal. Yes. And so, but this is a free program. Free program. And they get a book once a month. Once a month. And where can they go? Can they go to your website to find find Absolutely. out more about that? Yep. And that's uh, Allegan, uh, 
what what is your website again? Elegantfoundation.org. Elegantfoundation.org. So if someone wanted to give you children's books to go towards those books that are going out mm-hmm. through the imagination or how how do you get those books? Is that where the Dolly Parton thing it comes is. in? She it is does that? Yeah. Um, so it it costs us two dollars and eighty cents a month per child. Um, and then the Dollywood Foundation kicks in the other part. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a partnership with Penguin Publishing. Yes. Okay. And so they have a um, a committee that's made up of early education experts from across the country, and they plan the next year's book. So each each age group gets their own book. Okay. And then every year that changes so that there's, you know, if you have older siblings, you're not going to get the same right. books. Right. So, um, so we don't take physical books. Gotcha. They're just they're brand new books that get mailed out from um, a post office in Tennessee, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. very good, yeah, very it's, good. It's very exciting. So yes, please share the word if you know children. Um, Pullman, we only have seventy six kiddos signed up. Mm-hmm. I know there has to be more than seventy six kids yeah. in Pullman. So yeah, we're really trying to get the word out. And it's a free. It's free. It's free. It's not like you're putting a you're putting out on anything, and you're getting a free book. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a no brainer to me. Yeah. Um, to sign up for this, and and uh, it, and again, you know, you're going to have books that you probably wouldn't see in a store, or you know, things that you know. I think it's a great idea. I had no idea about that program. Yes, and they can sign up for English books or Spanish books. So if, oh. if their family is a Spanish speaking family, and that's how their parents feel most comfortable having those family moments. Yeah, they can just check that, and they'll get appropriate books. Very so if, cool. If you know somebody that has a child under the age of five mm-hmm. and they're not able to help themselves, but you know, maybe they don't have access to a website or something like that or don't speak English or something like that. Let them know that, you know, Hey, we'll help you out and you can get a free book. Sounds Absolutely. good. Sounds good. Absolutely. You guys uh, uh, just recently finished Souptober, which you do every year. We <laughs> we did, did help to pr- uh, promote that this year, and um, and uh, you collected. Uh, how, how how well did you do this year on your soup drive? Yeah, so we actually did really well this year. Um, I think there was over seven thousand cans of physical soup that we collected, but people can also make <sighs> donations. And when they make donations, we leverage that to do bulk buying. Right. So we're going to come over out with over 12,000 cans of soup. Wow. Nice. Which is really amazing. Our goal was 10,000. Um, and this services the 19 pantries that are part of our collaborative across Allegan County. So you, so you collect the soup and then you distribute it to the 19 uh, food places around Allegan County. Correct. Well, is uh, Christian Neighbors one of them? Christian Neighbors is one of those. Yes. That's yes. One of our, we think we, they, do, they do a great job there. What are some of the other food pantries around here? I'm not aware of Oh, my goodness. Um, do you know any of them? I mean, I, I do. all I know is, is is that one, you know. Yeah, no. So I've, I've actually gone around to visit them all. Um, uh-huh. So in Fenville, in Fenville, there's Ladders for Hope. Okay. Which is wonderful. In Hamilton, there's Hungry for Christ. Okay. Um, and then there's also Love, Inc. So Love, Inc. is a big umbrella that offers a lot of services. Mm-hmm. But through them, you can access a pantry okay all right um, so if there's folks listening and you know and uh, you need to fill your cupboard and you're in need mm-hmm. um we have a lot of great resources here for 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 people in need honestly you know i look at i mean Allegan county is an incredibly generous county mm-hmm. there's so many resources out there that if there's somebody going to bed hungry at night 
It's not because there's a lack of resources. There's a lack of connecting them to the right resources. Right. Right. So, you know, I encourage them. I think, you know, Christian Neighbors is kind of wraparound services. So to contact Christian Neighbors, Christian Neighbors kind of, you know, send them to other places that can help. Community Action of Allegan County is another one that can, you know, even call our office. We get a lot of phone calls, especially on Friday afternoons. That seems to be like, oh, my goodness, the weekend's coming. Right. Um, And we're happy to, you know, make connections. There's a lot of resources, just sometimes a lot of people don't have access, right? They don't have access to the, the mm-hmm. internet. Um, that's or right. that's my concern. Yeah. A lot of people just don't have, you know, we have a laptop, we have a phone, and we can, you know, access that all the right. time. A lot of people don't. Right. More than, yeah. And, yeah. And they're usually the ones that need the most. Yes, right. absolutely. Right. How did you get interested in doing what you're doing? Where did you go to school? I mean, did you know as a kid that this is something I want to do? No. So ironically, um, when I was a kid, I wanted to go to law school and I wanted to be a politician. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out. Oh my gosh. What were you no, thinking? No, no, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned my lesson there. But um, no, I think, you know, through the years, my mom was always volunteering. I have younger siblings, and so I saw her volunteer. Um, and then I met my husband, and he was in the Navy, so I followed him around with his career. Um, and just volunteering, like as we went places, I picked up a couple degrees. I have a bachelor's degree um, in community development from Central Michigan. And I was doing fundraising for, like, you know, the local parent group and an education foundation. And then I discovered, like, people actually get paid to work for nonprofits. Right. You know, and I think, you know, if there's some young listeners, maybe high school kids or something like that, you know, to to be thinking about that type of a Mm -hmm. career. And it's got to be absolutely rewarding. You know, at the end of the day, when you come home and say, I was able to help so many people and, and people like me that don't fully understand the jobs that people like you do need to let you know how much we do appreciate what you're doing because so many of us don't understand that, you know, we'll, we'll donate here and there, but where does this great big generous heart come from? Because it takes really, really caring people to Mm -hmm. decide to go after this kind of a career and be Mm -hmm. in this and get fully involved to help mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so thank you for that yeah well, thank, thank you. you yeah no i you know I, I i tell my board every time every day every time i see them like i love this job almost every day yeah that is so good to hear yeah. because right? if you don't love the job right then you're hard. not going to do it right right yeah and, and so i think they're very lucky to have you yeah i can are. tell just they by are. listening yeah. to you and seeing it in your eyes how passionate you are about mm-hmm. this yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys will start your peanut butter drive. That'll start on January 24th, and uh, which is actually National Peanut Butter uh, Day. And uh, that's January 24th. So after the holidays or whatever, you'll be doing the peanut butter. We'll talk about that on the show. And then we'll have you on in maybe another month or two. And, and we'll help you promote the National Peanut Butter Day. But uh, this is the year, the end of the year. And a lot of people year. like to give this time of year mm-hmm. because we want to write them off our taxes. Right. And so you've got some needs. What are your 2024 needs that you're looking? So let's let's tell people what you want. Absolutely. So um, the the biggest thing we're promoting right now, besides Imagination Library, because that's you know an expensive program but worthwhile. So we have the Imagination Library. The next thing we're really focused on is our two three four scholarship. 
So what a lot of people don't know is that many of the scholarships that are available to students in Allegan County are for their freshman year, right? So we get all these kids through their freshman year with all this money, and then we're like, now sorry, now, now there's what? no money. Right. Um, so a couple of years ago, the foundation started 234, and people can apply to that for their second, third, fourth year of college. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's continual help. Yes. Yeah, because so you're we're right. Building that. Yeah, a lot of people, your first year, you're, you're getting loans. You're getting, you know, it's easier to get loans for your first year or scholarships. You're right. Then the second year, third year, you're left out hanging. Yeah, I remember when my, my sister paid for college as she was getting through and getting through her third and fourth year was very difficult financially. Yeah. Um, and then also, of course, there's always the Community Legacy Fund. Yes, and that Community Legacy Fund is how we support our nonprofits. Okay. So that's a really important fund. Um, we take the greatest needs of the, found, of the nonprofits and that's where we give them money from. Awesome. And and uh, we uh, there are so many things. We've already run out of time. It does go by quick, that doesn't it? So I know. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the TAG team, the Foundation's Youth Advisory Council. You can find out more about that on your website at allegenfoundation.org. Um, and also check out their community calendar and uh, find out all the great things that you guys do for the community and free programming as well. Um, thank you again for being on the show. Thanks for everything that you do. Stephanie Calhoun, did I pronounce it right? You did. Oh, good. (laughs) I am renowned for butchering everybody's name, so I'm glad I got it right. Um, It was a pleasure having you on the show, and uh, we look forward to having you on maybe next month or uh, sometime soon. Great. And uh, help you get that peanut butter. Yes, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, I think we need a round of applause for Stephanie. Yeah, a round of applause. People like her that are doing this. We do. It is people like her. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Don't go anywhere, folks. Look who's here. Did you see Kelly Plowman I is here? I can't see anything around this big tree. <laughs> this is a big, beautiful Here she comes. There she finished. is. And there she is. We've got <laughs> Chef Chris LaBelle from the Kirby House. They're going to be on the show. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday, where we're getting ready for the holidays on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. little rock and roll Christmas going on there. CJ insisted on playing this in his, in his Christmas repertoire this he morning. He comes up with the best music. And well, he said that uh, that uh, Mr. Chris here, Mr. LaBelle, would know that song. I don't know if he does or not. but uh, He's not wrong. <laughs> he was good. We've got a lot of great events uh, going on in town. You know, and I, I, we didn't cover nearly as many as I wanted to. Um, December 7th, which I, which I just discovered is... Uh, Thursday. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not next Sunday. Next Sunday is actually 10th. Thursday. Um, they're doing the Merry and Bright Holiday Party for the Saugatuck Douglas History Center. And it's an annual event that they're going to be putting on at the Saugatuck Yacht Club. They're located on Park Street here in Saugatuck. Pricing is only $60 per person. They're now in sale. Tickets on sale at the Saugatuck Douglas History Center. Um, you can also go to their event website. 
which of course is their Facebook page. So look, go to Facebook, look Merry and Bright Holiday Party 2023. You will find you'll find all that information to get your tickets there as well. Um, they, it's kind of like a, it's a it's a, a history loving friends for holiday cheer. Uh, they do a, a, a it'll be a, a catered by Farmhouse Deli, which we love, and they'll have a silent auction. So it's kind of like a little fundraiser uh, as well. Um, it'll return the uh, silent auction. It looks um, like they have some great gifts going on with that. If you go check that out, I know um, they've got some gifts coming from It Is What It Is and Polka Dot Mitten. Um, she picked those up yesterday. Yeah. She said it's well attended and they have some great gifts. Yeah, they really do. It's, again, Thursday, December 7th, 6 to 9 p.m. Um, you'll have holiday beverages, uh, specialty cocktail, appetizers, and a light dinner. All of that for only $60 per person. So you want to get your tickets. They do fill up quick. And it's this Thursday. So... Um, who, who I just love, love uh, Farmhouse Deli, don't you? I do. Um, uh, uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like a good meal? And, uh, well, that's why I had this one on. Let's get that disco ball down because the Kirby house <laughs> is, is in the, in the house. house. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles. Welcome Giggles. to the show. Hey, look who we've got. We've got... Who that? Chef Toph. Hey, Toph. Hey. So, uh, Christopher um, uh, uh, LaBelle, uh, but your nickname is Toph. Toph. So, I was in a band a long time ago, uh-huh. and it just from? stuck. It stuck? It Toph. just stuck. That's funny. Um, uh, welcome to the show. And then you also brought along, actually, Kelly was the one who reached out to me a couple weeks ago. She said, hey, we want to be on the show. And uh, I was like, Kelly, is that? E. Kelly Plowman, and um, it's a pleasure to have her on the show. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the show. She is certainly a local celebrity, and local uh, legend. She is known throughout town with her collection of um, her collection of uh, lunch boxes that she uses as purses. Uh, she, <laughs> and um, and uh, you live uh, you, you live here in town. In fact, you live right next to whatnot, don't you? Yeah. Yes, I do. It's cool, convenient huh? when I don't want to cook. I don't know if you I, exactly every time. I don't know if you know this, but every time I go by your house, I honk my horn. Um, so I'm, I'm one of those weirdos that you're probably like, who's honking their horn out there? But uh, seems to be a thing. Everyone does. Kelly, you've you've worked a lot of places in town. You used to be a soda jerk. That was yeah. That's how I got my bartending start. Oh, really? Yes. From uh, pulling a uh, soda Did you work with Aaron Wilkinson? Did, I did you work together? Yes, we did. Oh, wow. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah, we've known each other since we were kids. My grandparents and her parents kind of co-owned the drugstore. So. Oh, right. Yeah, so give a little history. Kelly is Stacy and Keith Aldrich's daughter. Right. Your mother's been Stacey on the show. We had Stacy on the show one time when mm-hmm. um, Sherry and I were co-hosting. Right. And forget what we talked about with <laughs> Stacy, but we had her on the show. <laughs> yep. Um, and her grandparents were Jim and Dee Christensen from um, the Sagatuck Drugstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, you're at the Kirby now, right? Yes, yes. I love it there. My, oh. my mom, Stacy, was actually born there, which is a nice Isn't topic of conversation to, to tell that? people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit of history about the Kirby house. Uh, well, you, you About the building. Being that it was built in 1890, it's had so many renditions of what it is, but being mm-hmm. the hospital for 31 years, 
Um, Hard to imagine that building was a hospital. Oh, I know. And my favorite picture in the book, they, so there's a history book in there, and my favorite picture is like the nurses and their white gowns and white caps carrying somebody up the grand staircase in a gurney. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the most amazing picture. And, I, and I'm always like, wow, those are a lot of stairs, and that's pretty steep. I feel yep. what, what if they just drop somebody? Like, <laughs> hi, you're here at the hospital to get healthy. And, oops. oops. And these nurses were in white, but they were dresses. They weren't in pants, you know. Absolutely. And they probably had a little bit of a heel on their nursing shoe. Right, right. So think about that. Right, right. And so so it was a hospital, and then it became a bed and breakfast. We've had uh, the previous owner, Jim, and uh, Jim and his partner, uh, James Gowan, and his partner, they owned it for many years. That's how I got to know the Kirby is back when they were they were running it as a right. bed and breakfast. It's changed hands quite and, a bit. And then then and then um, uh, it turned into uh, more of a it was a bed and breakfast. But then they really focused on the restaurant, and that's when Jay Paul's tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so Jay Paul, he is an attorney out of Chicago, uh, and he fell in love with the place because he shot a movie in there. Right. Uh, what was the so- name of the Sock movie? Tuck Cures. Yes, I remember uh, that. And he was the one that he had something to do with that movie, right? Yeah, he was, he had he had written the movie, written the screen itself. Uh, oh, because okay. he's a screenwriter at the same time. Okay. And so, in doing that, he fell in love with the place. Right. And Mindy uh, Trafman, back at the time, mm-hmm. uh, they were business partners, and they decided to renovate the place and open the restaurant and. It was really successful. They did a really good job. And that place has just been known for quality, quality, quality. Um, Had a few years of, I don't want to say, maybe a little rocky turbulence there for a minute. Um, We've been there for three years as a a different management team. Chef Steph, does that ring a bell? No? Okay. (laughs) That place. Um, but we've moved on. Where we are now is that we have created kind of an overall happy dining experience. Oh, um, unbelievable. We, you know, tour season's over, but we do this for the locals. That's, that's a local place. I mean, uh-huh. when you say it was a hospital for 31 years, that means it's local. Right. Uh, and it's been a great support. Mm-hmm. I mean, the locals that come in there, everybody leaves happy. We have an amazing staff. We have people like Kelly. Courtney Kira, one of our servers, she does a, half of our baking for us. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so multifaceted, multi-talented. So you do all your bake, you do most of your baking in house. All of it. All yep. of it. Yep. Wow! Awesome! 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 Um, now, Chef, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, uh, uh, do you like long walks on the beach? Uh, are you an Aquarius? What's your sign? Long walks no. on the beach on Saga Talks on Sundays. <laughs> no. Um, uh, tell us a little Giggle. bit about your background. Um, what brought you into the world of cuisine? Uh, well, my grandmother, uh, she was an amazing woman, and she cooked. So when you woke up in the morning, like it wasn't odd to see like a veal head, where, and then you're eating veal cheeks the, that night. You know, really? You had shortbread. And, and all the things, and and then she got a microwave, and so everything was like, I'm going to cook everything in a microwave. And I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah, we all tried that doing, once. <laughs> uh, and I just fell in love with it. It was, I, I, went to, I went to Michigan State to study education and physics, and while I was out there, I ran, as a chef, one of the premier restaurants uh, in the heart of East Lansing, Evergreen Grill. I love that place, by the way. 
it's now an Irish pub. That's too bad. But they uh, 16 credit hours and and 70 hours a week in a kitchen. Like, and you just there was no turning back. Right. It was, it was, it's just always been that facet of food that has fascinated me. I love um, the quality, uh, the consistency, and I love to see that people enjoy themselves. I mean, really, Mm -hmm. it's the idea of having someone come in, you're taking care of them. Again, we have amazing staff, and they're all happy. Everybody leaves happy, and you did your job. Right, right. And uh, so how you've been you've been at Kirby for two years now. This will be my, my third year, say, but my fourth year. summer season come up. OK. Um, and I started literally on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Like, that oh, was my wow. first weekend. Yeah, I know. What wow. a great day to start off. I yeah. wrote a menu on Wednesday, prepped it on Thursday, <laughs> yeah, and opened are. up on Friday. And I, it was and, like me going and recording that thing. It's, just like, it's fun, but it's frightening, and then it's a go time. Okay. Yeah, and, and it, was, uh, it was a little meager for a minute. I mean, it was closed for a year of, uh, of COVID. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, so it was kind of a rebuild on the business aspect a little sure. bit. Um. But we've got some. We've we've been able to make some improvements. We're at doing some additions to the kitchen this year, reformulating the deck oh, out okay. back. Uh, we have a beautiful dining deck space out back. Yeah, um, you do. It's it's massive and mm-hmm. it's and it's great and it's great for parties in the summer. Um, we're going to formulate a bar on there, uh, potentially a raw bar this year. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be. Now, you guys, we'll get into the restaurant in a minute because I want to talk about your new menu. I know you guys just went into your winter menu. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you're also um, you're also a hotel as well, correct? We are. So uh, full service B and B. We have uh, six rooms. We renovated the third floor for a suite. Um, which came out like three quarters. If you know that house, you know it's a big Victorian. And the third floor takes up uh, three quarters of the entire third floor. So it's a very nice open space. Wow, very good. Very good. Um, what are some of, the, uh, some of your favorite dishes that you like to make? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about your menu coming up, but what, what do you enjoy cooking the most? macaroni and cheese out of a box no i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> soup, in the microwave i hear there's a big soup drive going on right now yeah, peanut right. butter um, no uh i i really enjoy like that classic 90s nouveau feel food uh, yeah i i think um in this culinary world a lot of people try to dissect and deconstruct uh so many things in food and i am like very hard pressed to not want to do that because I think there's a quality that gets missing sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, we don't you don't need encapsulated everything, and you don't need a classic dish deconstructed in five different ways and frozen with a centrifuge and all this. All the all the, and and I mean, there's a beauty to that art form. Right, me, I love that, but it's also like you want you want a full meal. You want to walk into a restaurant and have a dinner and right. leave full, happy. You didn't break the bank. Right. You had a great cocktail, uh, which, I mean, we have Kelly right here. Well, yeah. Well, cocktail. we all know Kelly's a great bartender. She has a great reputation in this town. She pours Absolutely. a good Diet Coke, too. <laughs> <laughs> like no other. That's my specialty. <laughs> Um, uh, before we get into that, I want to shout out to one of our listeners who just texted me, James Bowen. He's, he wanted to tell me the Kirby House is on the Michigan Registry of Haunted Places. Is that true? It is. Uh, have you seen wow. anything happen? Um, so it was funny. We had some guests last night, and I was talking about a story. So when 
Speaking of the renovation that we did on the third floor, so there's the pergola there, and it was never truly finished. Like there's, it's like to the studs, and there's insulation in there. There's no light, and the guy, the the contractor who was doing the renovation had already left, and I'm in there, and I'm just tooling around. I don't even know why I'm in there, but it's this tiny little round pergola room, so it goes to a point, uh-huh. uh, and all it had, and and then there's a weight support board that comes down there and the door slams shut. I mean, just like out of nowhere. So I'm, I'm in the dark. I go to open the door. The door won't open. The doorknob doesn't work. I've heard stories from Mindy like that. Oh yeah. 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 No, I mean, I mean, see, I'm, I'm a big skeptic when it comes to ghosts. I really am. I am too. And I want to believe them, but I just, I haven't seen one, uh, you know, and, and when something weird happens, I always look for the scientific explanation. You and know? then you talk to somebody that something has happened to. And, and they're like, a logical person. Y- right. Absolutely. Like Patty Meyer from, yeah. uh, uh, from the uh, Felt Mansion. She's, or she's Emily got Phelps. Right. Or you Emily. Go, That's another one. And you're one. like, what? In the, or, or they'll show you a picture and say, why are these little yeah. circles all yeah. in these pictures? Co- Courtney, our house manager, always says she hears people walking around the place all the time. I'm Creepy. not truly as susceptible. I figured just the door slammed from wind. But then I was like, wait, no windows are open. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a little creepy. Have you ever thought of doing like a haunted tour? Absolutely. So we want to do like murder mystery dinners. Oh, how haunted fun. dinners. And so you got to get somebody upstairs like clanking on the floor with right. a chain. You gotta, you gotta make it a somebody a, under the table, moving the table, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Seance, yeah, by the scenes. Um, uh, uh, but uh, you guys are open. Let's talk about your hours of operation right now. What are your hours of operation at the Kirby House? So we're open Wednesday through Sunday, starting at five p.m. Starting at five. Uh, so we do dinner service. We're working into. We're kind of trying to figure out the staff. The last few years, we've attained an amazing staff, and they stay year round. Um, so I think we'll add in a lunch service this year. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it, it, it's seasonally as as it works. I mean, right. We know how this town works. It, sure. it works a little more seasonable. Uh-huh. But right now, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, five p.m. Uh, stay and you stay till nine nine ten. Right. Uh, ten on the weekends. Right. Um, a lot of people feel they have to make a reservation. I mean, it's nice to make a reservation because we only have forty four seats. Right. And, and it's a quaint dining room. Uh, especially this time of year, people start booking their holiday parties. Uh-huh. Um, so if you're out there and you need a holiday party, right? Um, <laughs> it's it's a nice space, but it's very warm. It's very comfortable, uh, and it's dressed to the nines for Christmas right now. The Christmas tree just went up. I was very happy about that. Carrying that thing from the oh, basement, the yeah. creepy basement, the creepy basement. <laughs> um, so you do host holiday parties? Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so up to how many people can be in your dining room for a party? Uh, forty-four. Oh, okay. So that's a nice. That's now a you nice. You can't group. all sit at one table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is broken up to a few yeah. different. Get dining that through your head. You'll be in groups of four. But you, they have a very intimate dining room, so yes. even if you're at different tables, yes. you're still all together. And we so. can we can set them up for twenties, right? Know, up to twenty in one dining room. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, and uh, the beautiful thing about that place is like the woodwork. So they have these giant pocket doors that open up. And it, it's it's a really open experience. So even like in the summertime when we do larger weddings and things like that, it's a very intimate setting, and uh, people really enjoy how how the dining room flow works. Mm-hmm. A tiny mm-hmm. little bar with four seats on it. It is a you, small bar. Oh, it is yeah. a tiny little bar. It's more of a service bar, but it's nice to have people sit there and enjoy. Oh, I it enjoy sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have a jukebox? 
<laughs> no, but we should get one. I, I, always, I always thought I should bring my vinyl collection in there and just yeah. spin vinyls all day long. Right. But, then, but then somebody, at some point, we'd be busy enough where the, you'd hear the record just be like, shh, shh, shh. Right, right, because you're back there working on a souffle. <laughs> um, speaking of souffle, um, l- let's talk about your uh, menu this year. Um, you did some changes for the fall winter season. What what's 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 on the menu? Oh man, we did. Uh, so we just added like a lamb pasty. Uh, oh. You know, so kind of like a Cornish pasty, but you know, we wanted to use lamb because I think. I mean, a pasty is like a Michigan ham pie. I mean, you know, when right. you go back in history, and that's what I—that's what I'm saying. Like the classic foods, if they're good, don't mess with them. You know, right. and so all the root vegetables that are in there, the right. ground lamb, instead of using like just the beef, you know, and and we wanted to put a play on it with nice, really nice cabernet demi glace. Um, Ooh. The salads, we have some great that salads. Uh, I was checking that out. Yeah, the, cra- the the favorite right now is the poached pear salad. Poached pear? Like, yeah, poached pear. What is it? Cran- What's in it? Uh, it's got poached pears, uh, like stewed cranberries, candied walnuts, uh, Maytag blue cheese, little balsamic dressing. Did I see a ribeye? Oh, <laughs> prime, <laughs> prime, no. prime rib is a big seller. I what, knew it was, what, what is oh, Maytag blue mate. cheese? Is so that blue cheese that's been put through the washer? Or yeah, absolutely, <laughs> but, but more in a cave, more in a cave for like five years, so they age it out, so it has this like really intense uh, earthy flavor to it. Oh, I mean, I you can almost that. taste Ooh. like the grass. Oh, I do field. like it. If you have that sweet with it, though, I like a good blue cheese when it's got that, when it pairs with that, well, with, it pairs with pears. Pairs with pears. Um, uh, but uh, uh, that sounds really good. Um, tell us more. Make us more hungry. More hungry. Um, so we just put the duck back on the menu. We were running uh, <laughs> one-year dog pheasant. Uh, for a while, and it went over really well mm-hmm. um, because we love our local farmers. Uh, we love to support the local community and the local uh, farmers as well. Right. Uh, but we put duck back on there, um, and it's really nice. Came out with a port wine fig, or like a mich- black mission fig. So it's got a little sweetness to it with a comfy and a <laughs> seared breast uh, and the potato gratin. So we, we did a dish, dish this summer, and we made this uh, aged Gouda gratin. Ooh. And I had, yeah. And so we took it off the menu. And you think they would have stormed the gates at this point? Because I had about I had about ten people be like, "When are you going to put that back on the menu?" And right. I'm like, okay, well, let's find a dish and get it back on there. Um, <coughs> we always keep uh, vegetarian, vegan options on there, usually in the form of risotto, because I I love risotto. I think it's one of those things where you either do it right or you do it really wrong. Right. Um, you, you know, some people turn it into this weird mashy. Gross Sometimes it like, gets a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I had it really mashy. wrong and never revisited it because it was like, nope, not yeah. putting that in yeah. the mouth. Right. And, and, so, and it's, uh, some people overcook it. I think. I it, think that's it, where what it just, happens. Like you said, it it gets really mushy. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to have that. Just they call it dente. You got to have that just that little bit of bite to it. So um, you taste each little piece. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. One grain at a time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and then um, also we're into your entrees. Um, there's a prime rib. Uh, absolutely. So we started, a, we started a, a year and a half ago, and we ran it as a feature. Um, I worked for the chef, and he just had taught me uh, so much, uh, Jean-Jacques Van Reichten. And he was very classic. And a very French train. It's a fancy name. Oh yeah, I know. Well, yeah. he's a big, he's a big deal. Jean uh-huh. George is better is be everywhere. with that name, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
uh, he he has like I don't know twenty restaurants all over the world. Now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Jean 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 Georges von Reich. Jean Georges. Jean Georges. Um, and you know, working with that, like you had the classic roasting, and prime rib is one of those proteins where if you do it right, it's it's good. And so we buy prime age beef, um, super slow roast. Uh, and again, we started as a feature, and I knew as soon as we started it, we were never going back. So that's just one of those things that will always be on the Sticks menu. on the menu. And then, of course, um, let's get through dessert real quick. It, it seems to me you're hogging the mic from Kelly. And I, and I, feel, I feel really bad. Kelly, Kelly, are you there? Kelly, Hello? are you here? Um, and tell us about some of your desserts. Oh, my gosh. Well, they, they change often we right. usually have a flower flourless chocolate tort she's been doing she does seasonal stuff we had uh an apple spice cake with caramel icing recently uh-huh. there's generally a cheesecake uh she switches them switches them up a lot she's really talented too right she just, right so you always oh, fresh oh, so it's tough <laughs> no, you're fine. um and, and then what what is it people are drinking what's your specialty cocktail that, that people... also changes often she's got a cocktail menu so we have generally a sangria seasonal sangria there's a cranberry rosemary uh moscow mule right now Ooh. yeah uh we change up the martinis uh yeah Really, just stuff you don't see everywhere. It's seasonal stuff, and he brings in a lot of fresh ingredients for a lot of it, or grows the herbs himself. It's a candy ginger drink. Uh, yeah, that ginger martini. Yeah, there's a ginger martini. That one's delicious. That's a tangere gin, uh, ginger liquor, and lemon juice. Mm-hmm. And then pomegranate mimosa. You yeah. should have brought us some of that. Oh, we yeah, we could have had, had some pomegranate. <laughs> Um, and then camped out until time to eat. Yeah, yeah. And so um, now tell us, uh, uh, for folks that don't know, tell us your website. It is the KirbyHotel.com. KirbyHotel.com. The Kirby Hotel. And on there you'll be able to find where you can make reservations. Absolutely. Reservations are suggested. But not required. We take our, we take walk-ins, especially, you know, this time of year, not being in a downtown or downtown you know, so we we just don't have that foot traffic, uh-huh. uh, but we do love to have uh, anybody and everybody stop in. If you haven't been there in a very long time, uh, you should you should come in. It's a different place. I've been hearing great things from everybody that goes there, and and including locals that live here. And hey, when you win when you win over the locals, then you're doing something good because we are pretty persnickety here when it comes to our food. So, um, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, you, you can hear CJ's kicking us off with his little, he has to play the Lions song. Go yeah. Lions. Yeah, go. Go Lions. Yay team, sports. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kelly, it was a pleasure having you here. Well, thank you for letting us have this experience. Well, but yeah, he, he was hogging the mic from you. Oh, you know, that's okay. we're going to have to. Well, you kept asking him questions. Yeah, well. he's an interesting person. It's okay. <laughs> um, and thank you so much. You know, you really do. You really take a lot of pride. You really take a lot of pride in what you do, and and I really appreciate that. Um, you're always working. I very seldom see you out and about having fun, but you really dedicate a lot of your time to that restaurant, and it shows. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's such it's it's so nice to see such a historic place. Yep. Yep. Be be supported by the locals that are here. All right. Well, they're kicking us off, Patty. We got to go. 
All right. Thank you. Can and I come back? Yeah, you can come back. I'll <laughs> okay, let you come good. back. <laughs> but don't forget today, real quick, uh, the Oxbow Winter Artist Market is going on in downtown Douglas today from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. All of the great artists from Oxbow will be sharing their wonderful, one-of-a-kind gifts, and they'll be open there in the old library I think on I might Center go Street. check that out. You need to check it out. Yeah, I got Jody coming into work. Clayton's opening up. And Don's closing. I have to fit in seeing my mom, but I could fit in that before. We go to the the thing. It, and I'll see that? you later at yeah. the Lakeshore Community, Lake Community Chorus, the holiday concert yeah. this afternoon. Uh, thanks for listening, folks, and don't forget to tune in next week. We're working on the show as we speak for next week as we kick off the holiday season here in Saugatuck. This is Gregory Muncy saying happy fun day Sunday. We'll see you next week, and thank you for listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 92.7thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saga Tuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.